0: Hey guys, my name is Dushman Expert, and welcome to the Expert Express. This is technically our official podcast thingy, majiggy. I am very weird, as you can notice. And today, I'm not really that excited. Um, I mean, I am excited for the topic, but this is my second time recording the whole thing because, you know, computers want to be stupid. So, this is my second Ordeal, or my second deal with everything. Today's topic is going to be my top five favorite Power Ranger seasons. Um, I kind of want to keep this one so much short, maybe thirty minutes ish, thirty five minutes. But if it's a little bit longer than expected, I hope you guys still enjoy it. Um, I know a lot of people don't want to hear someone just talking on and on about Power Rangers and a very redundant topic, but. This is my top five favorite seasons, and I hope you all agree on some of these, and I hope you all disagree on some of these, because opinions are always nice here and there, just not very toxic opinions. But um, tell me your top five down below. Ta- uh, tell me things that you like about a certain season, things you don't like about a certain season, and just discuss in the comments. Or if you're watching from Podbean, um, go over to my YouTube channel when you're... Go over to the YouTube video of this and actually go discuss. Um, it's your choice if you want to. But sorry if I'm saying a lot of um, this is going to be tradition. Um, I'm trying to think while speak at the same time. Um, I don't really have another co-host to bounce off. But I am enjoying this journey and I'm glad to take all of you with this journey with me. Now at number five, we have power rangers jungle fury so my opinion on power rangers jungle fury and why is it at number five and i first had it at number six but after thinking it over it was either between beast morphers or jungle fury and i decided with jungle fury I do like Beast Morphers a lot with a passion, but Jungle Fury wins it just slightly. Just slightly, Jungle Fury wins this one. I feel Jungle Fury has better characters and a better storyline. Um, I enjoy the Order of the Claw more than Grid Battle Force. I enjoy the part of the Rangers bouncing off the Masters and learning as Cubs, even though, even, even though one of them KC is a cub, and everyone else already knows the swing of things, I'm still glad that they all have, they still all can learn more, and I just like that about the Masters and the Order of the Claw and the Rangers and all that. I prefer RJ over uh, the Commander in Grid Battle Force, that's just my opinion, but enough about the comparisons, we're going to dive deep into Jungle Fury and how I feel about the whole season, about the villains, about the characters, all that. Jungle Fury has beautiful suits that I think are so amazing. They don't use the the belt buckle and it just looks sleek. And even though I kind of wish for like a belt, even though I kind of wish for a strap around the waist or something. But it still looks different but good enough for my eyes to still be glued to the screen. I love all the instrumentals or the OCTs. I love all the music. I love jungle fury's theme song so much it gets me so riled up for an episode of jungle fury or, or when the rangers are fighting it just gets me so excited to see them in action um let's dive in with the villains i love daishi so much daishi is so cool even though his his motive behind everything is not so interesting it's just bringing animals as the top of the food chain and making humans instinct but other than that i still enjoy him as a villain i enjoy when he possessed jared and he made jared non-human and and i just enjoy that aspect and i think jared or jared slash daishi is one of my favorite villains um i have a lot of uh i have a music video called jared slash daishi uh using the uh the song popular monster by falling in reverse um after you watch this video or after you hear this audio on podbean go check out my video and uh show me how you guys think about that one um if you guys think i should do a version 2 or point two of it comment down below on that video um if you guys feel like i deserve another shot at this but i might do it when i have a better computer for it but enough of that let's go into now um No, I'm going to stay with the villains. There's a few more villains that I want to discuss. There's Camille that I enjoy. I really like Camille and how she bounces off Jared and Daishi and how she has a conflicting point where does she follow Daishi to the end or does she turn a new leaf and actually start over and actually be somewhat different? That's the two characters that I like the most in Jungle Fury. Everyone else kind of just blends in, just typical villains. Um, Angelica, she's interesting to me, but not so interesting. But other than that, Jared and Daishi really take the cake on the villains. But I, I accept it as them as the main point of the villains. Um, I'm not really offended or, or salty or anything about it. Um, I enjoy Jared, Daishi, and Camille. Now we're gonna head to the Rangers and the Masters. Um, I'm first gonna go with the Masters because I feel the Masters are pretty basic, but not so basic enough that they're all, that they all blend together. They're all different and they all have their own ways of teaching. And I like all the Masters their own way. I like how they teach. I like the way that they show their, um, how do I explain it? Show the, the way that they not just teach, but the way that they have their livelihood and how they live and the way that they do things their way. Um, I'm gonna go to RJ because RJ and his dad, I like their connection since dad is, uh, the shark master. I can't remember a lot of the names off the top of my head. I should have probably researched that, but I do like RJ and how he bounces off his dad and how they kind of have a conflict between each other and how his dad wanted to show him the ropes at the way, uh, the ways of the shark, but RJ didn't never enjoy the shark technique and he wandered off and became his own lone wolf which kind of felt different from Gecko Ranger but it still felt unique um, it's still aspect to the lone wolf but it was different in a way that he was a rebel with his parents or with his dad and that made him wander off towards the lone wolf aspect Um, I like, I like RJ's arc of how he became the wolf ranger and how he had a a darker side to him and he couldn't really control it. And then he finally in the end with, uh, with Claire, they, Claire helps him see the light and him, um, I forgot what the bug, I forgot the, the bug henchman or the bug minion that Camille usually swallows. Pause if needed. But, I just like RJ as a character and as a mentor. He's one of my favorite mentors in the show. Um, and now with his best friend, Dominic. Um, I don't think they ever said that they were both best friends. Uh, don't quote me on that. But I do think that they were very close. But him, um, Dominic himself, I feel like Dominic is a little bit m- towards the goofball aspect of the show. But still can be very serious at the same time. Which I do like that. And... I think Dominic is overall a good ranger. There's not much to speak on him. Um the only arc or the only episodes that I did enjoy him in were or the episodes that I didn't really enjoy in general in Jungle Fury were the Rhino Zord and they had to go to the to the Nexus. I never enjoyed any of that. Um May it wasn't just my it wasn't my cup of tea, but that's my only opinion on the Nexus. Um, we're gonna go now to Theo. I think Theo is an amazing Blue Ranger. He might be in my top ten if we ever go down there. But Theo is different from the team, but in a good way. He balances the team out. He's not just on hot. He's not just a know it all or, or a smart technician. He actually has his reasons behind why he's a, a perfectionist and why he always needs everything to be on point and by the book. Um, that's my only opinion on Theo. Um, I do love his episodes where he has his twin show up. Or where he, uh, has to fight, uh, Gecko or or Gecko. And he has to find his way again. Find his mental status or his mental status on everything. I like those episodes with Theo. Um, now to Lily. To Lily, I really enjoy. Lily is such warm-hearted but still tough. And her, I love her episodes where she talks to, um master Matt. i forgot the the elephant master um i'm really forgetting these names i should have probably done something but i do enjoy those episodes i do enjoy how she's caring towards the other members and how she really wants them to improve and grow that's my only opinion on her my last and most favorite ranger on the whole show i know I'm taking little breaks. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think while saying it at the same time. But Casey, I love Casey so much and how he becomes a cub and then he progresses and how he follows his own path and becomes his own master and be, defies all the odds and actually brings Jared back to to the Order of the Claw and actually brings him back to Pai Shua. It's just his character is so well-rounded and I wish that they took a little bit of that riding inspiration towards Casey, towards the other Rangers, but Casey is still one of the uh, one of the best Red Rangers out there, in my opinion. Now, for number four, we have Power Rangers Time Force. Time Force! Time Force! Power Rangers! Now, with Time Force, it's a bit different. Time Force um, when I first watched Time Force, I kind of watched it when I was eight, uh, six to eight when I first watched Time Force. And this is when I think, uh, I probably had like Blu ray or DVD of it or reruns, or uh, reruns of it. But I, I feel like I was too young to kind of grasp it for my first run at it. Um, later on, um, during my youth, I watched it again. I think I probably watched it again when I was 12 to 13 and I kind of knew more, um, during that time in my life but time force is mo- probably one of the best seasons of power rangers in the neo saban uh, no in the saban era my fault i'm so sorry in the saban era i think time force is probably the best saban era in my opinion it it beats out wild force Lightspeed rescue um it beats out a lot of them a lot of people may say in space might be number one um, I don't, I didn't really enjoy all of Mighty Morphin besides season one. Season one was a great balance between, uh, comedy and filler, but not to the point where it would got repetitive. Um, a lot of people may disagree with me on that one, but that's just my opinion on how I felt. Back to Time Force. Um, I'm gonna start off with the villains again, first on this one. I love Rancic. Rancic is so badass and the, and how, and it was very saddening and how, um all other humans shut in, uh shut him out because he was different and he was an outcast and it kind of felt it kind of felt disheartening uh thinking of that because if you watch time force even now if you watch time force in twenty twenty one it's it's still the same way how certain races or certain people are just looked as as different or are alienated and it just feels saddening and seeing a villain like that and how it makes me sad to see that, cause it's like, it's like they technically accepted Trip in the future, but Rancic is an alien, and uh, in the future, he's not even an alien. He's just, like he's like a hybrid between a human and, and an alien. So in in like the future, he's like a mess up to society, and society just shuts him out. But then Trip, who's literally an alien, gets accepted, and it just it felt saddening to my heart. Um, I love his daughter. Um, I'm probably gonna forget most of the names, but I like the. Uh, I love his Rantic's daughter, and how she can be somewhat uh, a lacking villain, but still uh, keep the the villain team in check at times. And how she could pull back Rantic, no matter how dark his plans could be, she's able to pull him out and like think of something to uh, of a different plan against the Rangers that. Isn't so aggressive. I like the robot companion. Uh, sorry. Oh man. I had something in my throat. I'm so sorry. Uh, I like the robot companion. That Rantic uses. Um, I forgot his name. Um, it's been a long time since I watched. Time Force. I'm 18 now. So I watched Time Force 5 years ago. So it's pretty hard to remember most names. But. I do like the villains of the fact or the faction of time force. Um, I'm gonna go to the aesthetics, um, and the songs used and the fight scenes. I love everything time force did using the music, using the, uh, aesthetic, the suits, uh, the music. I love the theme song for time force. I love the suits. Um, I like the colored visors and the arrows and how, even though it is pretty basic, it's not too basic. It feels, uh, futuristic, but, but still modern at the same time, so, I like that about that, um, I'm gonna head to the Rangers, um, I'm gonna talk with the lower end Rangers at the moment, um, I'm gonna start off with Katie, um, in my opinion, I love Katie, um, I feel like she was the only Ranger in the universe, in the Power Rangers fandom, or the universe, who actually felt like an actual, like, family-oriented Ranger, like, yeah there's sometimes where rangers they feel sad about uh, a father figure or a mother figure and they feel sad about losing them or trying to find them and they can't find them and we have you know etc um abc xyz but with katie it was about her whole family it wasn't just about one aspect of the family it was about her brothers her sisters her mother and her father all together and how she wanted a better future not just for herself but for them and it just it's, expi- it's inspiring. It's very, very, it's, it, it's very inspiring to watch that and watch it nowadays and still um, still feel motivated to make sure that everyone in my family just has that future that they all deserve. I'm going to go to Lucas. Um, I feel like Lucas is the lower end of all the Time Force Rangers, even though I still like Lucas a lot. Um, I still wish that Lucas, uh, Katie, and Trip had... Maybe one more episode of casual development for each of them just to have something. Um, but I like Lucas, even though he's a race car driver. I kind of wish he was a little bit more of a playboy and not just cool and blue. You know, I kind of wish he was more of a playboy and, uh, and how throughout the season he will bounce off and, uh, have a certain, uh, you know, flings, just little mingles here and there. And then at the end actually feel, a connection towards Rancic's daughter, you know, I would enjoy that a little bit more, maybe uh, a focus episode about that, of him being a playboy, but that's just my opinion on that, I'm gonna go with Trip, who in my opinion is one of my favorite Green Rangers, I love Trip so much, even though he's a nerd and the tech whiz of the team, the way that him and Circuit bounce off each other and they kind of like make the comedy duo in the show a bit at times, um, I kinda like it. And his focus episode of Trip where he finds an alien and the alien's different, but the alien doesn't want to harm anyone. So Trip can relate. And how him and Eric, um, they have a little dispute and how it really suits nowadays. Again, with the rantic part where aliens nowadays, they're just sunned upon and they're not considered equal to each other. And it really, it's really sad at times. Now we have Eric, who in my opinion, is the best six ranger, maybe of all time, maybe of all time. There's a toss up between him and Ryan from Life Rescue, but Eric, uh, he is technically our first ever Asian Red Ranger. Technically, um, I'm kind of happy. To, I'm kind of happy about that. I kind of I did a retweet on my Twitter. If you uh, guys go check out my Twitter account, it's at Mushroom Expert. If you guys go check it out, I think I have a post. If you guys scroll down a little bit of a retweet of eric being the first ever asian red ranger and honestly it doesn't get enough attention um everyone wanted a first ever asian red ranger and eric is our first ever asian red ranger uh do i want an asian leader uh yes technically Zeto is our first ever black and asian leader um but that's my whole opinion or discussion on that i'll probably discuss that another day but back to eric i love his storyline of how he's how he comes from a dirt poor family and he manages to come through the ropes and manage to actually outcome the odds and come out the other side and actually be better than all of his, all of his companions and always wants to be better, always wants to strive for more. Uh, we're gonna go now to Jen, who is, I think, the best Pink Ranger of all time. She is the most badass woman in Power Rangers universe and her comic book, uh, in the comic books, um, where she comes and uh helps the Rangers, the Mighty One for Power Rangers through the whole Draken era and through that whole Draken phase. I feel like she was so badass in that, and I was so excited when her and Wes got a new comic book coming out. I forgot the name of it. I forgot the name of it, but I know I've read it before, and I just like that whole situation. If you guys haven't read it before, you guys are missing out. You guys need to read that comic book ASAP. But I love Jen. I like her storyline with Alex and Wes and how they kind of have um, a love triangle with how she goes from uh, Alex to Wes. I kind of, I love that whole situation. It made the show a little bit more adult-like, uh, but not too, not too adult-like and not too far. Now we have, in my opinion, the best Red Ranger of all time. Yes, I know I'm saying a lot of Time Force Rangers are the best, but that's Wes Collins is the best Red Ranger of all time. And I feel like he is so amazing and how he and how the actor, um, Jason Font, expressed Wes Collins in such a manner, but such a mature way of doing it. It felt so unique and natural and it just feels right every time I see Wes in action or every time he leads his team and he talks about anyone uh, has a chance to change destiny. And it's just he's just the perfect Red Ranger For any season or for any team. He is just the best. Now for number three. We have Power Rangers RPM. Power Rangers RPM. RPM. It is my opinion the most mature and dark Power Rangers show to date. There has not been another show that has hit the marks or hit the dark points that RPM has done. Um. They talk about death, they talk about uh, rebellion, they talk about all these factors that you wouldn't see in Power Rangers shows, and they make it work. I'm going to start off with the aesthetics first on this one, because there's a lot to talk about with RPM, because I have a lot of opinions on RPM that may disagree, some people may enjoy, but the aesthetics, I don't enjoy the suits of RPM, now that is a shocker to a lot of people um, who actually enjoy the suits of RPM, but I don't enjoy the suits. They're very, um, I don't want to say bland because time, because time force is very bland and jungle fury is pretty bland too. But to me, they don't, um, sorry, I have the hiccups, but RPM suits don't pop out to me. They don't really shun. They don't shine to me. They don't express any difference. only the, the only thing that felt cool was their helmets and the numbers on their chest. I kind of wish, um, silver and gold, they had the numbers on their chest. That would have been a little bit more, uh, cooler. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. That's my opinion on it. I love, um, their fight music and their, uh, OCTs that they use in the background for dramatic effects and the way that they end the show with the little logo and the black screen. I love that. Um, I don't like, uh, I don't like their theme song. Even though the theme song fits the season, uh, there's other demos that I enjoy more than the actual official theme song, and I'm kind of with the same boat with everyone else on this one. Um, the RPM demos, if you haven't looked, if you haven't heard them, search them up on YouTube. Just search a Power Ranger demo theme songs, and you'll probably see a collage somewhere of all the ever, all the ever, um, all the demos that have ever been recorded for Power Rangers or have been leaked out. Um, I feel like RPM has two more demos that are actually better than the theme song. But the theme song that they have now actually fits the season. Now, with villains, Vengex. I love Vengex with a passion. Vengex is so maniacal and so twisted that it's so interesting to me. He literally annihilated a planet to the point where only a little speck of the planet is the only defending... Only, the only defending race on the whole planet. That is so badass to me. It's not even funny. The way that Vengex can just take over left and right and demolish everything in his path is so good to see. It's It's just so amazing to see sometimes. Like, you ever, you ever just see a villain where you just want them to win so bad? But then you're like, you know that the Power Rangers, that you know the Rangers are going to win. So you have to like, you have to just accept it in your head and just accept that the, that the, that the villain is going to lose. That's how I feel with Vengex. Vengex should have won so bad. And I felt like, what if I, I always wish that Vengex actually won in the RPM world. And then RPM, like they all get annihilated and disintegrated and the RPM, uh, Dr. K expands the team. And then that's how, RPM just ends. Just RPM just ends with Vengex just annihilating the RPM world. But then, like, it'll go over to Beast Morphers and how he enters the Morphin Grid. And now he's stuck in the Morphin Grid. And then when Nate finds the Morpher or when Dr. K comes to Earth, boom, he comes released into that dimension of Earth. And then he has to go through the whole cycle of taking it over. But then the Beast Morphers team actually defeat him once and for all. I would actually enjoy that. That would have been a little bit more interesting and a little bit more um different and a lot of people may say no to that one but i just wish vengeance won in the end i love tanaya and the way her and dylan have a connection with each other i love the way that they kind of are lost with each other they're kind of in the same boat but both on different teams just trying to find their way through everything now since we went over to dylan i love dylan so much and i feel like dylan is probably my my favorite black ranger through the whole fandom. I just love his storyline of how he doesn't remember anything who he is. And how he just wants to find his sister. And wants to know about who he is. He doesn't know his name. Anything about him. He doesn't know anything. And they just took this bland character from Gowanger. And made it so interesting. And so different. That it actually attracted me. To RPM. RPM. Uh, the first time I ever watched RPM. I never really enjoyed it. I thought... um. I never enjoyed it. I actually if I'm going to be honest, I never enjoyed RPM. But then I saw RPM one, uh two more times and I saw it and I in depth my last time I saw it and Dylan and Scott are honestly my favorite Rangers in that whole season. Now, we're going to talk about Summer and how I like how her and Dylan have a kind of uh toxic not toxic love, but like a forbidden love for like the beginning for like the first half of the season and at the second half they kind of like just say f it and they just like do what they want to do um maybe a lot of people may disagree with that statement but that's just how i feel about it and how i feel about the characters i feel that they are a perfect match for each other um one's a one's cold and hearted and one's warm and loving and how they just she brings that side out of dylan that i just enjoy uh summer she comes from a rich family and that's pretty much my opinion on her. I don't really have anything else to say on her. Um, the, I didn't like her episode about her being forced to marry someone. That wasn't really that interesting to me. Um We're going to go to Flynn. Um, I love Flynn as a character. I feel like I wish he had a little bit more time to develop. And had a more episode. Or maybe like one more episode to like actually fill out his character. And make him a little bit more uh, warm welcoming to everyone else. Um, but I do like his character overall. But... Um, he is a good Blue Ranger. He might not be in my top 10. We might find out maybe in a few weeks or something. But overall, I do enjoy him as a character. Now we have Gem and Gemma. Gem and Gemma, I honestly do not enjoy as everyone else. Um, they are good, but they just weren't my cup of tea. They, uh, kind of broke up the team a little bit because you already had Ziggy, who was the goofball. And now you kind of have, uh, Gem and Gemma, who, kind of aren't goofballs but they kind of just act like 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 they're on drugs all the time and they're like they're always hyper on something and it's just just that's just how i feel on it um i do enjoy gemma and how she bounces off with flynn and how they kind of grow and they kind of have a thing with uh technology and how they kind of just like bond with each other um gem i kind of wish she had one more episode or maybe like one more just little something or one more like five minutes or something just to like just explain a little bit more on him his only good episode was when him and scott um had a infiltrate uh infiltrate uh an enemy uh avengex captured base and then scott gets no recognition and Jem gets all the worship that is the only interesting episode that i actually have on gem that's it um, we're going to go to Dr. K. I love Dr. K. Even though she didn't feel like a mentor. She just felt like um, she was just a sign. And she just picked the Rangers. And that was her job. Which is to help the Rangers with any like mission. Um, and she didn't really feel like a mentor in my opinion. Um, but I really love Dr. K. And she's pretty badass in my opinion. But that's all I can say on that. Now we have Scott. Scott most likely will be in my top 10 Power Rangers. Or top 10 Red Rangers. Scott is such an amazing red ranger and how he's kind of just like he has nothing to lose he already lost his his father's um respect he lost his brother the only person that he could call actual like real family in the whole series and it just it just felt such it felt worth it at the end when him and his father actually or near the final stages where him and his father actually like they come together again and they actually become a family again and it just felt so heartwarming and it just I just love Scott and his whole arc of trying to find himself and accept himself and trying to move on from losing his brother, but still remember him in a good way. And I just feel like RPM overall is a good season. And if you haven't watched it yet, i you are doing yourself a lot of dis- disjustice. That season is so poetic and dark that I just love everything about it. Now we have number two, which is Power Rangers, SBD. Power Rangers SPD. Power Rangers to the rescue. I love SPD with a passion. SPD used to be my favorite Power Rangers show of all time. I used to love SPD so much. I used to have all the toys. I used to love everything about SPD. I love the Rangers, the suits, the music. All of the storyline aspects. I kind of wish they had like three more episodes, just to develop a little bit more on characters and develop a little bit more on why Jack really wants to leave SPD and all that stuff. But that's just how I feel on it. Maybe if I do a how to make SPD or how to make SPD better or how to fix SPD or any of that. Um, disclaimer for anyone who keeps hammering me on how to make Megaforce better. Yes, I am getting to it. Yes, it's just I am hammered with school and i this um editing takes a long time for those videos i have to literally waste like 6 hours for one episode and one episode is literally like 4 minutes if you look back they're like 4 to 5 minutes one for one episode so for me to edit 6 hours for one 5 minute episode that takes a long time and I get very drained very fast very easily I get burnt out very quickly that's why episodes don't go up on time or they don't or they don't go up at a certain time frame that you guys like it to before the old days I used to pump out at least one video a month now it takes most likely three months for just one little video and I apologize for that and I'm trying to work better on that but I'm still in high school. Most of my time is cooped up doing homework and doing schoolwork. I have literally nothing else to do but go online, do schoolwork, and stay in f- like six hours sitting on a computer looking at a teacher just give out notes. So, just be patient. They are coming. Pause. But those videos are coming for how to make MegaForce better. I'm already halfway done with how to make Megaforce better, episode two. I just need maybe a week or maybe two weeks to flush out the second part and have it uploaded to you guys. These podcasts they are actually very easy to make. I just record my voice, edit a few things, and upload. They're not that difficult to make. But I understand for all the people who keep hammering me about it because a lot of people, a lot of you guys actually enjoy my episode one, and. I want to thank you guys for that. Now, back on my little splish, on my little rant on that, back to SPD. I love SPD so much. I'm going to start with the villains. I'm only going to talk about Emperor Grom because I only enjoy Emperor Grom. I don't enjoy Broodwing. He's a little bit too mysterious for me, and I kind of wish they had one more episode to explain why Broodwing is the way that he is. That would be a little bit more interesting for me, but like I said again, beggars can't be choosers. But... SPD and Emperor Grum, I love Emperor Grum. I love how he has annihilated planets across the galaxy. And if anything, if they were ever to do another season two or another like two parter or another Power Ranger thing with Emperor Grum, I feel like Emperor Grum should be in Q Ranger. If, if some, if Hasbro ever adapts Q Ranger, I feel like Emperor Grum should be the main villain who is the person and all the rangers want to stop in uh that adaptation um you don't really we don't notice the villain in uh q ranger towards the end so for him to be a mysterious type of thing and how he breaks out of spd and how he travels actually to the future like that would be so interesting he actually travels to the future maybe have one of the actual q rangers be an spd member from uh the future or from the past um but that's just uh how i feel on it back to broodwing oh no back to emperor Grum. sorry i still enjoy emperor Grum as a villain and i think that he's an amazing um antagonist or villain for the whole season now to the rangers um but i'm first going to start off with boom i actually enjoy boom i actually feel like he's probably my top and my top five favorite characters of spd in general i actually enjoy boom and how he wishes to be a ranger and how he still fights for SPD, and I love his final, uh, the final few moments where he tells all the cadets how he's staying for all the Rangers, and how they would have stayed for them, that just was just a cherry on top for Boom. Now, for Cat Manx, I actually enjoy Cat Manx, I enjoy how she has technically the most knowledge in SPD about the Morphin Grid, and how the technology works, and how she can connect the Morphin Grid to everything, but Um, I kind of wish she, uh, I kind of wish, uh, her, her, her cat ranger morpher or her cat morpher or the ranger morpher that she used. Um, um, I kind of wish that instead of it just being like a 15 minute use and that was it, I kind of wish it was 15 minute uses every time she morphed and it'd have to be run by like like a battery charged morpher where like it has a limited supply of the morphing grid in it. So during Like every few hours, you only have like a 30 minute or a 15 minute boost or a 15 minute time frame to use it. I would enjoy that. It kind of would have made the final battle a little bit more interesting with her, but that's just my opinion on it. Now to the Rangers, I'm gonna start off with uh, Sam because Sam is the most lackluster uh, Ranger in there. Um, I kind of wish that Sam had an actor. I know why he doesn't have an actor because of paychecks and paying dispute and income. When they were making SPD, they couldn't really hire an actor. But I kind of wish they hired an actor. Um, uh, maybe a, uh, I would enjoy a ginger, uh, a ginger actor for Sam. Um, I feel like he's the best actor so far in that whole dilemma. But that's just how I feel about Sam. Sam has a couple good episodes, but that's just up in the air. Uh, tell me how you guys feel about that down in the comments. And if you guys have any discussions on Sam or anything... Um, I feel like Sam is actually a good Ranger, in my opinion. He's not too bad. Um, he might not be the best Six Ranger in the whole Power Rangers fandom, but he's not that bad. I actually enjoy him. Now, to Doggy. I actually enjoy Doggy so much. Doggy might be in my top three favorite mentors ever. His way that he motivates the team is just so, it's just so perfect. It hits the nail on the head, and I just love everything about Doggy, and, That's pretty much all I have to say about Doggy. I love everything about him. There's nothing real bad. Maybe, um, maybe a few episodes, uh, where he kind of, like, talks down to the team. But I kind of understand it because it's, like, military base and, like, police type thing where he's the head dog. So, like, everybody has to, like, follow their orders and follow their stuff. But that's just how I feel. Sid. I like Sid. I kind of wish she had one more episode to develop her character. Um, she kind of has a thing going where she's, like, not entitled but still entitled at the same time and like she's not a brat but she's still spoiled so it's like kind of weird um, she comes from a rich family technically because of how she likes to dress up fancy and have her own way of doing things um i don't think that she technically grew up on spd grounds but i think the only characters that grew up on spd grounds is sky himself because sky's parents or sky's dad was or his parents were the only one to work at spd That they knew of. Everyone else, all the other parents did work at SPD, but uh, Sky was the only parent who actually grew up on SPD. I kind of wish they all grew up on SPD, but like, it's kind of hard to like uh, uh, blend that in and for all the story aspect, but that's just my opinion. Sid, um, she's a good character. I kind of wish she had one more episode of character development. That's pretty much it. With Z, now we're gonna go to Z, Yellow Ranger. I actually enjoy Z a lot. The only thing I did enjoy was. Um, how she was made fun of to be a freak when she looked human she was when they had an episode where she's in class and everyone calls her a freak or um um weird or awkward because she couldn't solve a problem on the board and it's kind of it was kind of pretty boring in my opinion to see that um i kind of wish that at least one of the rangers were an alien um and how like the a squad they had the blue ranger was an alien i kind of wish one of the spd rangers was an alien maybe um like the Core 5 or the Core 6. I kind of wish one of them was an alien. Maybe Z to explain why she was bullied as a kid. But other than that. I enjoy Z. Um, she's a great yellow ranger. And a great ranger overall. Now with Bridge. I love Bridge so much. I love how Bridge actually becomes a red ranger. And he fulfills his quote unquote destiny in a bit. Um, I love that he was a red ranger. And how he actually leads the team in his own way. And the episode where. Um, there's an episode. I forgot what episode where he actually leads a team where he covers. I think these three bank robbers. No, not bank. Uh, three wanted criminals, and he leads a team. And uh, he actually leads a team pretty well, in my opinion. I actually love that episode. That episode is actually pretty interesting. I kind of wish they had one more episode, like after everything was said and done at SPD. I kind of wish they had one more episode to like explain like a new mission and a new cadet bring brought into SPD as the new ranger they kind of explain it in the comic book but not that much at uh, and soul of the dragon they kind of explain a little bit in there but not a lot i kind of wish they have their own comic book to actually explain what happens after jack leaves and what happens when uh sky actually becomes like head honcho and spd now with since we are heading over to sky i'm going to talk about sky and how i feel like sky is my favorite blue ranger of all time and i love sky to death and i love how He goes from a judgmental person to an actual thoughtful and caring person through the whole season. I enjoy how he doesn't, he can't accept the fact that he's not red and then throughout the season he accepts Jack for who he is and he accepts the way that he does things and he doesn't judge Jack and he actually accepts Jack and actually respects Jack and does that whole arc of him and Jack actually finally accepting each other and how he actually fulfills his dad's um he fulfilled his dad's death and how he morphs to the red ranger he morphs to red with uh jack's approval and he brings him in and they actually have a little good moment together that's probably my favorite episode in power rangers history uh reflections part one and two i love those episodes so much and how jack tells uh sky rangers come in all colors and that one quote right there literally is so groundbreaking in power rangers I enjoy that quote so much. That quote can fit with anything. With how a ranger being a certain color or a ranger being a certain race or a ranger being uh, an, an, um, bisexual or gay or lesbian. Anything. That quote right there sums it all up. Anyone can be a ranger. You can be black, white, Hispanic, Asian. You can be any color. You can be black, white, gray. Whatever color comes to your mind. You could be... Straight, gay, whatever, you are still as equal as everyone else on the team. That right there sums up everything of how I feel about SBDU. That one quote sums it all up. Now, since we said about a quote about Jack and how that's Jack's quote, I feel like Jack is an amazing Red Ranger and the way that he leads the team and how he's thrown into the leadership and how he develops to be a good leader. Um, at the end, I kind of wish they had like one more episode to explain why he actually left SPD and like actually have a full explanation not just outside of SPD I have my own life and how I kind of wish he had one more episode or maybe a comic book to explain that but that's all I have to say on Jack I enjoy Jack as a leader and as an actual Red Ranger he's an amazing Red Ranger now for number one drum roll please that is Power Rangers Mystic Force I love Mystic Force with such a passion. It's not even funny. Mystic Force is my favorite season of all time. It is the first ever full season of Power Rangers that I actually seen when I was a child. And it's one of the best Power Rangers shows ever to date. I love Power Rangers so much. And the reason why I love Power Rangers is because of Mystic Force. The way that Mystic Force is so different... It feels like a sci-fi, it feels like a sci-fi show that should be on like an a like an adult actual show, but still feel different. It takes the sci-fi and like the mysterious knights or the mysterious wizard aspect. And then Power Rangers is just secondary and it's just added on to it. It's like the show and how the 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 backstory of it and how it feels so different that it just feels unique to me. And that's what drew me into Mystic Force. A lot of people hate on certain characters on Mystic Force, and I'll kind of dive into that later. But now I kind of want to talk about the aesthetics and how I love, I love the suits. And when Watch Mojo did the number one or the top uh, 20 suits in Power Rangers and how Mystic Force was number one, I truly agree with that. Um, there may be a few like SPD. I felt like SPD could have topped it or, um, uh, maybe Ninja Storm, but for Mystic Force to be number one, for suits design i actually enjoy that a lot mystic force have such beautiful suits and the way that they actually bounce off each other and they actually look like they actually belong together it just feels so right i love the music that they use i kind of wish that they used a rock demo i have an opening if you guys go back i have a rock demo where i did the opening for mystic force it's my first ever opening that i ever did on this channel and i used a rock theme and I kind of wish to use the rock thing, but I kind of get why it doesn't fit the storyline or the theme of it. <coughs> sorry, my throat again. But I do enjoy Mystic Force, and I do enjoy the aesthetics and the OCTs. Ugh, sorry, I just had a hiccup, and I do enjoy the OCTs of it. Now, there's certain music cues that I don't enjoy in Mystic Force, but overall, I do enjoy Mystic Force. Now, villains, I love korag and i love the master and i love how the master is the end all be all and how he literally the way i wish they explained uh, or they had like a little like moment where chip is like oh he's eating the, he's eating magic what do we do like i kind of wish they explained a little bit even though i'm a person where you kind of need to explain things for me to actually like care enough about it that's just how i am i like when a show they actually develop a certain Area or, certain area or certain character and they actually explain things thoroughly with that character that's just how i feel about it um i enjoy everything about mystic force though there's only a few things that i really dislike about it maybe music cues or a character getting a little bit too much attention but other than that i love korag i like how he's this badass knight who's part who's actually part good but actually is devoted to the master and still has honor that is so interesting it's so different to me i enjoy that a lot now Uh, With the Rangers, I'm going to start off with Udana. Because Udana is probably the most basic Ranger on the whole team. But I still enjoy Udana. And I feel like Udana is a great mentor. And I feel like Udana, I kind of wish that she was a little bit more of a mentor. And more of a mother figure to all the Rangers. And not just to Nick himself. I kind of wish that she was more open to all the other Rangers. So when she actually gets taken away, it actually has more meaning to it. Now, with Daggeron, I love Daggeron so much, and I love Daggeron, and how he's the, he's actually the true mentor, and how he actually shows the rangers the ropes of how to use magic, and how to be actual warriors, and I just love how he's the element of light, and how he's the enlightenment speaker, and he shows them all the wisdom. A lot of people hate Mystic Force on the way that certain characters are, but in my opinion, the way that the way that the characters are in Mystic Force, and the way that their elements bounce off of them, makes perfect sense. Like, as, for example, with Daggeron and how he's the, he's, his element is light. So he's the enlightenment speaker. He actually gives them wisdom. And then if you go to Xander and how Xander, he's, uh, he's the, he's part of the forest. He's trees. So, uh, a tree is, has a strong trunk and a strong backbone. So he technically keeps all the rangers in check and keeps them all well grounded. And then you go to Chip and how Lightning is spontaneous and Chip's personality is spontaneous. He's goofy, but can be serious at the same time and just does whatever goes with whatever his mind wanders to. We have Vita who is like wind, We can be gentle, but still ferocious at the same time. And I like how she can go wander towards that ferocious side and how she can still wander and be nice with how she is with Chip and how they kind of have a best friend thing going on. And with Maddie. And how Maddie, even though Maddie, I kind of wish she had one more episode to develop, she still is, like, she still can be strong. There's a quote um, that Bruce Lee says that water, if water, if you pour water into a cup, water becomes the cup. And if you pour water into a bowl, water becomes the bowl. That quote explains how water can adapt to any situation, anything that it's thrown at it, it's still able to adapt to it and morph around it or change itself around it maddie is the perfect example for that quote and i love maddie i still wish he had one more episode um and nick how nick is a hothead that's just how he is that's his element he's fire he's a hothead um there's one uh there's certain people who say oh it's two steps forward and two steps back but in my opinion it's really a lot forwards instead of backs I actually feel that Nick is an amazing Red Ranger. Yeah, he may be the center of attention through the whole series and how he's the he's the light and how he's the end-all to be-all for the master and he can destroy Dark Magical for good. But I feel like Nick is an amazing Red Ranger. I feel like he's an amazing leader and he knows how to lead the team. There's times where he says the wrong thing and he actually learns from it and he apologizes and he actually becomes better in the series. Now i'm gonna dissect the characters again but i'm gonna go back um to the main core i'm gonna go start off with xander again and i feel like xander actually has a lot of good things about him i feel like xander if they were ever to change roles i feel like xander would should have been the leader um he actually is the leader in the show just like how uh people say how andros isn't Even though he's the Red Ranger in in space, Andros isn't the leader in the show. That's how I feel like, again, with Mystic Force. I feel like Xander is technically the leader in how he actually has these smart ideas in the show. Now, with Chip. Um, I love Chip. I love the way that he is. Nothing to change with Chip. He's perfect just the way he is. I feel like they hit Chip to the, uh, on the nail with him. Now we have V. I feel like V should have had at least one more episode or one more scratch that i take that back i feel like z i feel like v actually had a perfect scenario and how right at the end she uh talks to this monster and actually comes forth with the monster and actually goes with the monster i enjoy that maddie is the one that i feel like deserves one more episode or one more little character development to actually bring her to a better stance maybe an episode where her and Daggeron, um maybe they go on a play date to distract the monster, a monster who attacks lovers, so they kind of have a play date, and it makes their relationship grow. And you can use footage from Magic Ranger and how they have an episode where they're together most of the time. So it kind of makes sense for them to maybe do one more episode on that. Maybe if I do uh, how to make mega uh, how to make Mystic Force better, uh, lean, I'm probably gonna do a poll after I finish um, how to make mega uh, how to make Megaforce better, explaining which ones or putting a poll on which guys on which one you guys would like it's most likely going to be ninja steel samurai operational drive mystic force and download charge those are probably my i think they're all the other ones are all neo saban and there's only two from actual disney but that's what i feel like now with nick um i do like nick like i said earlier he's like an angels type figure instead he's just a hothead and he still manages to accept everyone else, but he's still an ice. He's still an outsider, so it's still hard for him to accept people and for him to actually be comfortable with people. So I kind of like. I kind of wish they had maybe uh, during his episode, during his time, they actually like um, review that and accept him for that, but not like throw it away. Just like a little bit more explain uh, ex, um, explaining on why he's so cold towards others or why he has to be such a loner to himself. Um, even though, yeah, they they did explain it at the end with him and Xander and how he's an outsider and how he doesn't trust anyone, but that's a different story. Um, but he feels like an angel, but just an hothead. Um, he is, in my opinion, not the leader. He's not really the leader, but he does have leader aspects in him. In my opinion, Xander is a leader. Uh, but other than that, I felt like my only flaw with uh, Mystic Force, I wish they kind of had maybe one more episode and... How Nick explains to the others, hey, like, even though I'm the light and I'm the reason that I can stop everything that's going on, we're still a team. So everyone is still equal in this team. I kind of wish they had that. So it It kind of broke up the little tension of him being everything about the season and more of the team. But that's it. Those are my top five seasons. If you guys have any disagreements or any agreements or any differences or anything, I'm kind of fumbling my words here because I'm kind of a little bit tired. But those are my reasonings are why those five seasons are my top five favorites. If you guys have any differences, comment down below. And if you're on Podbean, like I said earlier in the beginning, go over and head over to my YouTube channel. Watch the YouTube version of this video and comment down below and have little discussions with everyone. I want this channel to be open to discussions. I want this podcast to be more about us. I know my videos, I kind of wander to my own opinions, but I kind of want this podcast, The Expert Express, to be about us and us just geek over Power Rangers. If you guys actually want to go support my podcast, go over to Podbean. That's my probably my most where I'm gonna upload. If you guys want to see it a week early, um, this will be probably uploaded on Monday on Podbean or tomorrow, which would be Friday. But next Friday, this is kind of breaking the fourth wall here. I'm editing this on a Thursday. So this will probably go up on next Friday because I don't want to put it out at midnight and then fumble and have you guys not prepare for it, and then you guys all fumble it. But um, I usually put out I usually uh, I usually put out the audios for these a week earlier on Podbean. Um, I might switch it so put a I might use my Patreon and put it a week earlier on Patreon, and then put it a week and then after that's up, put it a week earlier on Podbean, and then after that's up, put it on youtube but that's just me milking it i don't really want to do that i want you guys to enjoy the experience of my podcast but if you guys enjoy any of my work please comment like subscribe share my videos check out my patreon while you're at it it really supports all that i do um, it's really hard for me to actually feel motivated sometimes to do stuff when YouTube shut when YouTube shoots me down on certain topics or on certain things that aren't really Power Rangers related. For example, my Power Rider series, even though it uses Power Rangers actors, it doesn't use any footage really much from Power Rangers. It just uses the actors. So for me to be shut down from Toei and from Hasbro and from Power Rangers and Nickelodeon itself, it really sucks. So if you guys really could... Uh, support me and go to my patreon it's only one dollar a month it would really mean the world to me you guys and we're so close to three thousand subscribers i might do a giveaway maybe not but my name is Michigan expert may the power protect you all